What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Panthers Nation Network. Well, free agency is upon us, and it it came out straight out the gates. Uh, there were so many things that happened just in the first few days. I'm scrolling through just trying to keep track of it all. You know, we talked about some of them, I think, that would have happened right then when we were talking about it. I think maybe Russell Wilson was the first, you know, big thing of this offseason. But then as far as free agency goes, the different things, just a lot of different things happening all at once right now. And a lot of different teams making a lot of moves in I don't know the moves we're making this year. I, it, I, again, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what our identity is. Even looking at some of the moves we make in here, looking at you know the guys we let go, the guys we re-signed, just this whole list of everything that we've gotten. I'm trying to go down here the list here. There's too much scrolling, just to take a look at it all. I mean, you know, signing Zang Gonzalez, signing Xavier Woods, re-signing Sean Chandler, Marcus Haynes. Then signing Austin Corbett, somehow Brandon Zilstra got another contract again, and then signing Dante Foreman. Of course, though, losing AJ Bowie, Ron Reddick, and uh, and Morgan and Morgan Fox. So, <clears throat> what was one of those that stood out to y'all just to start? I'll be honest. I mean, I think maybe besides the Daquan Jones, you know, not really being released, but just not being resigned. I think that may be the only significant one off of that list. I mean, Bowie was nice, but again, we signed a lot of corners last year. A lot of young guys played. I thought they played well. Morgan Fox started out hot, but never really materialized into the guy I thought he could be. So, God, I, just, I, I don't think any of those were, were surprising, considering that what we were trying to do in the offseason, we're trying to get Sean Watson. None of those guys really seemed came as a much of a surprise. I, I'll go with who you signed. Um, you know, taking, I think, the, is it the guy from the Rams? Who was the, the lineman? Corbett? Austin Corbett. From uh, from the Rams, yeah. From the Rams. So you go get a lineman. Um, you go get a veteran lineman, and then you go get you know. You know, I'm gonna talk about Foreman. Um, you know, listen. I, I think the interesting part about it is, uh, and, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna push back a little bit in terms of Ben McAdoo. He's our offensive coordinator, correct? Yes. So I think you know he is New York Giants, old school type of guy. I think the identity could very well be, depending on the quarterback situation, which we'll get into, I guess, in a minute. If you sign an offensive lineman and go, okay, I'm going to get my offensive line straight, and I'll go get somebody like Foreman, guess what? I, I think that guy can pound the ball. And, and I think the interesting part, I think it's a great signing. I think it's that guy who can, you know, take some pressure off where you're not running CMC up the middle every freaking time. And if you get down to the goal line and you got five yards to go or whatever, you can pound Foreman two or three times. And listen, I mean, now granted, he had a great, um, you know, second half of the year with the Titans and and did wonderful in, in, in place of Derrick Henry. Um, but, of course, our offensive line is a little bit better than the Panthers' offensive line. But what I'm getting at is I can kind of see where they're going a little bit. Go get another offensive lineman or whatever and and, and get somebody like Deontay Foreman. I think I think he'll contribute. I, he's not going to take the place of CMC if he seems he's healthy or whatever. But this, I think he will have a very big impact on this football team. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any way around it that he could that he couldn't. Now the just questions remain about what we do with our running back room. I'm assuming someone's gonna go here soon because right now we have Foreman, McCaffrey, Chuba. We still have as far as I'm as if I can remember, we think we still have um oh god. I just was saying his name earlier and now I, I lost it. I blanked on it. Um Abdullah or something like that? Amir Abdullah I think we still have and I think there's another guy after that that we were running with too. Didn't we have Rodney Smith still Rodney play Smith. a little bit this year? 
I don't I can't remember if it was him or it was another kid out of Baylor that we that we had signed to. It was a kid out of Baylor we had signed during the uh, uh, the last offseason, or like it was, it was like an undrafted pickup. Um, well, so I know he was. I'm hmm? sorry, everybody, to interrupt. I think Jack, the answer, Mike, the answer. If I had answered, I think you keep CMC. You got Devontae Foreman and Chuba, and everybody else goes bye bye. Yeah, you get rid of you know, and 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 then that's unless CMC is involved in some crazy trade or or, or something like that. I, I think you keep those three and everybody else. Um, you know, everybody else is gone. That would be, you know, that would be my thought process too. And then, of course, Austin Corbett. I mean, going after a starting caliber guard. You're not going after just someone who's going to be, you know, a lineman. He's not going to be some bargain bin guy. That was showing to me that you at least want to make an effort to prioritize that position, and you understand that you're not going to be able to do so fully through the draft. So that, to me, makes me feel a little bit better about it all. I mean. <clears throat> Like, we knew we weren't going to be able to keep Hassan Reddick, and they're just going to go with, you know, the fringe guys that we had in rotation, Yatera and Marquise. I mean, Marquise has always been that, you know, underdog. He's always flown under the radar and done pre- – and he was right around there, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of – he was one of the top, you know, top two or three with sacks last year in terms of how we were using him. But whether that was a combination of because he was the one no one was paying attention to because everyone else was getting the touches – or if he was just able to actually, you know, work off of the competition that he was getting. I mean, I, I like that signing. He reminds me a whole lot of, you know, Amario Addison, Charles Johnson, you know, that guy coming off the edge who's not going to exactly he, – he, he won't maybe overpower you, but he's also not going to also always finesse. He just kind of figures out different ways to get back to the quarterback. So I, I, I like that kind of stuff. It's just – and it seems like they're restructuring these contracts, and we thought we were restructuring from something, and I think that they're restructuring for the right things. Xavier Woods, that could be – I mean, that, again, is showing you're paying attention to the safety position, which was the biggest one of the biggest issues this year. You paid attention to the cornerbacks, but we clear, but Sean Chandler and Sam Franklin were not going to get it done. Even though they re-signed Sean Chandler, which I really don't know why, if he's just that good at special teams or if he just has that connection, I, I – you know, I got really, to – I got him. It's just to have some depth. I mean, they, they, he's clearly a guy that they trust for some reason, you know. So I mean, for for whatever reason, when guys go down, he's the guy they want to plug in and start. So I imagine they just want to keep that type of continuity back there in the secondary and, and just have a guy that they trust that can that can at least be a backup that, that they think could play for an extended amount of reps if needed. So that's that's the only that's the only way I could assume. And obviously, special teams as well. That's kind of how he's stuck in his league. So I, I, I got to assume that's the only way, the only reason why he's stuck on his roster right now. That's what I think, too. I and mean, the Woods is going to be, unfortunately, one of those where it's going to be like, oh, this could be really good, or it could kind of amount to nothing, and it's left to be seen until we until we get to that point. It, it excited me because I know he, he kind of splashed last season in terms of, you know, his notoriety around the league, you know. And, I mean, whether that was the Zimmer-fueled defensive team that is the Vikings, or he could be used well on us. And that's the other problem is that, the thing that still gives me anxiety about free agency, about the draft, about all of this is that they still have to be coached by our current coaching staff. And that's what scares me because at the end of the day, eh, we don't, we really don't know what we're going to be getting. Phil Snow, we kind of know what we're going to be getting, but now I just get concerned about him dealing with all of this turnover and, you know, these different, if he's able to handle or, you know, keep up with the turnover that we're getting. Cause now, I mean, that's three rotational guys, four rotational guys that we've lost that, you know, are just going to be, I mean, 
the De- Dequan Jones, I know we didn't really have the money for him, and he did, you know, he splashed at the beginning of the year. He had some consistency issues, but I thought he worked really well with Derek Brown. And maybe, you know, maybe it's Bravion Roy, or maybe it's, what was it, Nixon, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe could, you know, take over that spot. It's just defensive tackle has always been such a touchy issue for us. The thing that, like we said, kind of irks me and is that, I unfortunately think in paying attention to the defensive backs, they may have now kind of stopped paying attention to the front seven that we could that we could have had. I mean, okay, his name, but the thing about the the, the Dequan Jones signing, he didn't make a world of difference. If I look at the issue that we had in twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one, the same issues were still there. You just couldn't stop. You couldn't. You couldn't stop the run. The secondary got showed up last year, but the running game still didn't change all that much. Not necessarily because of the defensive line, but that, you know, the second level means the linebacking core still hasn't improved. And even through free agency now, we haven't improved that linebacking core whatsoever. At this point, I think we all understand Jamari Carter is a, is a reserve. And we made a mistake last year choosing him over Denzel Perryman, who, who, who Denzel Perryman, even with injury issues, has been a proven starter. I, you know, it's just, it, I mean, Phil, I mean, this is the NFL, though. I mean, you have to deal with losing guys consistently. And, he, and last year, they did sign a bunch of guys. To a, to a lot of one-year deals that I did like. I like Morgan. I like that Morgan Fox signing. I like the AJ Bouye signing. But we all knew those guys when it came down to it. They These are older guys that if it came down to them having a great year, they're going to go get the bag somewhere else. I mean, even a guy like, like Hassan Reddick. I knew when we signed Hassan Reddick, I said, they're, they're, I, I was probably even got him for the deal we got him for last year, considering the year he had. But I knew, I said, oh, oh, oh if he goes 10 plus sacks this year, there's no way he's going to be way out of our price range. You know, and so that's kind of what ended up happening. So at this point, Phil Snow is going to have to continuously be the guy, the best coach on the staff. And he's going to have to be able to coach up the level of talent that he has. I think Bravion Roy and Davion Nixon, two young guys that have shown flashes. If those two guys are able to elevate, then, 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 then not signing Daquan Jones means nothing. You know, so I mean, you have you have you got a bunch of rookies, but not even rookies, it's a bunch of young guys that have to step up. And if they step up. They can really save you a lot of money, and that's what you're kind of hoping for. You want to have guys on a rookie deal, play well, save you money, so you have the, so you didn't have the money to go spend that elsewhere. Possibly re-up that offensive line. Possibly go get a quarterback in free agency. Oh, so there's that. You know, and as for Phil Snow, you know, listen, college coaches nowadays, um, in after you're talking about turnover and stuff like that. I mean, kids leave now, sophomore, junior years. So I mean, you know, I, I think that idea of, of of you know players rotating in and out. And in college, you only got him for four years anyway, if that. So I think he's kind of – I think he's probably got a grasp on, you know, uh, getting people in and out and stuff like that. So I don't – I you know, I, I'm more concerned about um, the head coach more than anything. I'm not even really concerned about Ben McAdoo, to be honest with you, because I think, uh, you know, he's going to get back to some old-school football, and I think that's what the Carolina Panthers need to be. So, um, I like I said, I, I, I think Phil will handle it. I think he'll be fine. I just, it just still, it still concerns me. And there are still some guys out there that, you know, could be, that could fill in those things. If honestly, if I were in the Panthers and we wanted to show up some money for it and we wanted to get someone that I think we could get, if we were going to lose somebody, I don't know what happened. It maybe just wasn't in our system. And I even, and I, and I, you know, shaking my, I, I shake in my, in my wake of saying this, but Rizal Douglas proved that he could play in an, in an NFL organization. And if we can get him for a bit cheaper than what we have, because I'm scared still about keeping Dante. I'm scared still about, you know, JC coming back. 
and how he's going to look when he does come back. And I don't know what CJ is going to be or Stefan staying because that's my thing. Right now, I feel like we're focusing on the wrong things, and there's still some guys that we need. And I mean, and now these discussions could still be going on. But like, your two—I would argue your two best defensive players last year, at least in terms of impact. You know, we could argue with Burns for how he was, but was was Hassan and Gilmore in the terms of the, in the positions they played and the impacts they had on the defense overall. We've already lost one of them, and it's gonna be a big a bit of an issue. I mean, like. Because if, if Gilmore goes, then we're right back here. Dante's, you know, still young and hot-headed. You know, CJ is un, unproven and unruly. And then JC, we don't know what's going on with him. So, I mean, maybe getting some consistency in that regard. But there's also, I mean, obviously these guys we're not going to be able to get to come to us. Like Bobby Wagner, he's not going to come to us. That's not going to happen. I don't know if I'd want to touch Janavion Clowney if I'd want him in a Panthers uniform or not. Mm-hmm. Um Trey Flowers, maybe, you know, he's kind of deteriorated since his time in New England. Uh, you know, just some other guys they just, that they just put I out. Just, a, they just put out the um, the guy who plays for the Vikings, Hunter. Is it Daniel? Yeah. yeah, they're looking to trade him and get rid of him before Sunday when he takes an eighteen million dollar cap hit or something. So that'd be interesting um, to see. Well, I mean, I think I'd grab him in a heartbeat, um, but you might have to trade. But there's also some linemen that are still up on the board. Teron Armstead is a free agent. I don't know if we could have the money to afford him. Darren Williams, we let him go. Beg for him back, please. Try to see if you can get throw him some money. I would love to see him come back. There are just ways to go about it. I think that, you know, we could get oh, we could get the best number one overall draft pick ever. Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. <laughs> yeah, we could get him on offensive line. We could sign we could sign him and help us out. There are there are some guys. I mean, I mean, Jason Peters is old as this old as dirt, but I mean, he's probably still probably probably still a viable, a little more viable than, than what we had at left tackle last year. I'm still just so upset that the Bucks, of all people, after you know, after Worfs retires or whoever, no, not Worfs, um, not Worfs, but uh, what was the guy? Is that with Donald Penn or something? No. Uh, uh, the, the offensive lineman. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he retired. And they get Shaq Mason for a fifth round pick. Are you kidding me? Are you like, I mean, oh. look, man? Look, man. You, you New England's trying to free up cast space. Somehow they got somehow they they jumped them. Is they know they about the, the whole Tampa Bay thing. You know, you, you know, there's no guarantee Tom Brady go, goes back to Tampa. Like, you know, it, it's that's not set in stone. He hasn't resigned. You know, he just. He not he not he's not set in stone to play that. And no, he, he already has, had he is not he has not signed it as of yet. No. Mm-mm. So he thought and he already had his issues with Tampa towards the end anyway. And I knew him and Bruce Arians were kind of butt heads because of the type of guy Bruce Arians is. Arians more of a free more of a free spirited players coach type type of guy. Not a lot, not a whole lot of structure. Tom Brady coming from that New England jailhouse and being in and being all structure all the time. Didn't really mesh well. He, you know, he, he he's always stated he wants to play for San Francisco, so that's no surprise there. Especially with them not having a, they don't want. I don't think they want to keep Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. I, I think they're I think they're kind of done with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing. I don't think they're ready to, to, to name Trey Lance to start. I don't I don't think they believe in him just yet. And having Tom Brady on your roster will be a pretty good excuse as to why you don't want to play Trey Lance right now. So I mean, it could 
all work out. But yeah, Tom Brady's not uh uh not not a buccaneer, not just not as of yet. Honestly, in my my opinion would just be just like I said, focus on offensive line. Then if we can't go that route, go build up because I'm seeing multiple guys. Go get Darrell Williams again. Go get Andrew Norwell again. Go get Trey Turner again. They're all free agents. Just rebuild the offensive line with all the guys you let go that we should have kept. Because Corbett, the guy from the Rams, he well, he was a left guard. If yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So then you got so you, put so Norwell on the other time. side. I about to say you put Noel, put Noel on the other side because he because he was he was a right guard when he was with us before, was he not? I think so. He actually might have been left, but I don't care. Make it work. It's good. Yeah, it move work. Trey Turner. Move Trey Turner to a tackle. One of them to a tackle. Keep Moten out at tackle at left tackle. I'll I mean, the thing about it is that you know there's still enough offensive line talent in this draft where you can still go draft a guy like the second round if you wanted to. Oh, now, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily could. try to make him. I wouldn't necessarily try to make him a starter immediately. I mean, I think Brady Christensen. You still have a chance that he could. There's still a chance that he works out of our tackle, and that could change a whole lot for you if he was able to work out. But there's a whole lot of question marks right right now. The thing is, like I said, this and it's like I think you know the all the Deshaun Watson stuff is taken away from what we should be doing, and I think honestly, it's more media driven than it is. I mean, there's still obviously the reports and the had they're having the talks clearly, but like at this point, I just really don't know if he's going to. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe Tom Brady said maybe he comes back. Maybe he goes to the Saints for all we know, and he wants to go. I can't beat the Saints. I might as well join them. But with Deshaun and the split in the different teams, and now the Browns coming into the mix, and the and, and the Falcons and the Saints, and the, like so many things that happened in the first you know couple days, I just I'm over it. Honestly, I'm over it. I, I don't. Yeah. If we like, if Burns and and Chin are off the table, oddly, and then, but for some reason, DJ and I think it was, I can't remember who else it was. Someone else was on was on the table. Not who I'm really trying to give up. Yeah, that that really that really made that made zero sense. I was like, okay, so I mean, the only way this the deal would make sense is if we traded our young defensive core, which I don't want to do. Trading away DJ Moore makes zero sense because who's he going to throw to if he get, when when he gets here? McCaffrey, look, you could have traded McCaffrey off already because apparently yeah. the deal with, with Buffalo was real. You could have done that, got a first round of form. Then I would have just honestly, I would have made that deal and just kind of and and included that and and into into the package. I mean, it would have made it would have made him useful in that sense because he hasn't been useful for the for the last two years. You and know, I would have so, been I mean, okay running with Dot with Dante and Chuba. I would have been fine with that. That's a good yeah, yeah. running back. That's, That's a good, good running back room. Listen, That's fine. Listen. Right? You know, the Deshaun Watson thing is tiring. And I think the interesting part has become two or three days ago, I thought Carolina was top of the list. Now I think they may be third or fourth. Um, what I'm reading now on Twitter is that the Falcons are probably in the lead now, um, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this or not. He was a ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons for like four years. Yeah. Arthur Blanks like hired him to be the ball boy or something. So anyway, that's either here or there. But I agree with you, Santis, and I said it the other day on, you know, our money in the bank or whatever. Listen, first and foremost, and I guess we'll talk about now or whatever, you know, A, you're not even sure he's going to play or he's going to get suspended. And, and I mean, think about it. Granted, the, the, the criminal stuff went away that away, but you're still talking 22 civil law cases. So, you know, there's all of that hanging out there. He hadn't played in a year. By the way, the last time he took the field, he was 4-12 and 12 as a starter. Um, granted, I know he had, he had some great passes and stuff like that, but you were 4-12 and 12 when really a bad football team, though. But – 
I mean, I, as the more I get to thinking about it, we've made some pretty good moves in the in, in the free agency, in my opinion. You're kind of moving in the right direction a little bit. And it just is, do you really want to give up all of that for a guy who may get suspended or may play, but you give away all of that on the defensive side and give away a couple other players, what are you doing? And and, and you can build a team. And, and let me just end with this. As soon as he makes his move or he decides whatever team he's going to be with, then the dominoes start to fall in terms of quarterbacks. Yeah. You've got Baker Mayfield. You've got Jimmy Garoppolo. You've got Marcus Mariota. Hell, I was telling Jack before the show started, I don't know if Sean T. heard this or not, Pete Carroll got a call from Colin Kaepernick, and they've been talking. Um, so, I mean, the quarterbacks are are there. Uh, who knows what happened with Matt Ryan? So even if you don't get Deshaun Watson, do you? And I'm just going to be who, who I am. Do you, I mean, do you, you know, do you go get Marcus Mariota? Do you go get somebody who could come in and just you know and and then do and get your draft picks, man? You've got the draft picks, like you said, Shantish. Roll with what you got. And and and, and at this point, here's the deal: Matt Rule's probably going to be gone in a year anyway. So, it, it, as a Panther fan, do we want Deshaun to come in, get you the playoffs, and Matt Rule hangs on for three or four more years, or do we realize how pitiful he is as a head coach? Uh, they they struggle one more year. You get his butt out, and then you've got you know you go that route. But it, it is tiring, and, and and the bad part is Deshaun know, knows he holds all the cards right now, and it's kind of sad. Well, the Texans do also, but it's neither here nor there. What the other thing is? I'm sorry. <laughs> what the other thing is? From what I've heard, there was reports that David Tepper told Deshaun that he would get to make the next head coaching decision. So it's like. Which I don't know if that's true or not, but even if that is true, first, first of all, for that to even be a rumor that's out there, there's something to that in, 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 in some in some form. But I'm like, I well, I, I just look at David Tepper and say, well, why the hell we didn't really? Why why did we not just fire the guy when we right. all thought we should have? When right. everybody in the league thought we were going to, why didn't we just move on from him then? And at least because we, we we're kind of just delaying the inevitable at this point because we know he's he's only got one more year to, to figure this out. Do I think Matt Rule's going to figure it out to the point where we get to the playoffs? No, because he would have had to been working towards that the first two years, and we've made no progress. So, I, I, I you know, I don't even think him coming with a Sean Watson will change anything. I think we're still be we still be under five hundred. I don't think we all of a sudden turn into an eight nine win team. I think we I think we hover right around seven because the rest of our team is isn't good enough to be able to compete right now. But you know, again, I mean, just, I look at I look at the rest of Carolina's decisions and say like, you know. You weren't ready. You weren't. You weren't really ready to go all in on Deshaun Watson. If you had a, if you had a coach that I think you believed in, it at least gives Scott Federer a coach that he wants. That you could then go into a meeting and say, "Hey, this, that." It's like I, I, I can't, I can't imagine any meeting with Scott Federer and Matt Rule and David Tepper that goes well, because as soon as Matt Rule opens his mouth and says something about Jay Z and Seve is seven plus years, I'm like, "Bro, get this man out of my face, dog." Why we, or are we really about to take the guy serious that just traded for Sam Darnold and then told us that he thought Sam Darnold was just as good as any rookie quarterback in last year's class? Bro, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to this unserious football place that we call Carolina. Bro, I'm not doing that. That meeting's got to be like the freaking Republican primaries. They're all saying somewhat of the same thing, but in five different ways that don't sound anywhere near related to each other. The problem that I have is, and I think Jeff, you're right. Uh, like, first off. The fact that, and I still, and I, and I know what it is, but I still just understand how people aren't questioning it more. 
I would like to know what Mitch Trubisky has done to garner a two-year deal, a two-year deal when Cam Newton can get a two-year deal, when Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota, Colin Kaepernick are all out there. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting with, with going after Colin Kaepernick. If you're going to, I mean, like, now if you're going to say, you know, if you're going to say he looked good in what he was doing, you also have to then give validity to the combine and say that it, what they're doing can translate to the game. I mean, he's throwing to, yeah. what was it, Jarvis Landry? He's throwing to Tyler Lockett on a turf, high, you know, a turf college football field it, with nobody else around. I mean, they look good. I, I don't doubt that he's not still been working out. I didn't think he wanted to be in the NFL anymore, so I don't know what's changed there. Um, but I also, like, I don't really want to put any one of those in because it's like, what's your purpose for it? Like, it's not going to be because that puts you continue further into the limbo that you're currently in where they're good enough to get you, like Shantice is saying, 500 or, or, you know, a little bit worse, a little bit better, enough to validate Matt Rule's still consistent. Give me another year and I'll be good. If I promise this year, if you keep Sam, then it's okay. If you don't do that, then clearly something is still wrong. If you do that, then, you know, okay, you did what you were said you were going to do, but there still might be an issue with it. My fear is, is that I almost want to not do that because, well, I don't think, like, my fear, my, my fear is that we do the right thing. We say we get Malik Willis. Say we get Malik Willis, and then we say maybe get, either get Cam Newton back or whoever we have as the, you know, other quarterback. Whether we keep, Malik, I don't foresee us because we couldn't do it this year where we just stuck with the dual threat plan. We tried to play the hot hand, even though we knew that the hot hand could not have handle the workload. My fear is that if we were to say have Cam and Malik, they would start out with Cam. Cam throws a first ill-fated interception, maybe week two or three. They start putting Malik in way before he, he was supposed to because he looked good in practice. And then Malik falls under the pressure of what he's having to do playing against these front sevens. Then they keep going back and forth and then yeah. rule gets fired. But now Malik's like Justin Fields or, you know, uh, some of the other guys hit or Marcus Mariota, his development gets curtailed by having multiple offense. Cause then Matt, when rule goes, McAdoo's out the door, there's no way he stays any longer than, than rule. So yeah. then you have to then exist through multiple coaching changes, which is what killed Marcus Mariota and now makes him a backup quarterback. It's what really set Cam Newton behind having what four different offensive coordinators in this eleven or seven year tenure with the Panthers. Yeah, Marcus had Marcus had four in the first five years. Yeah, Marcus, and and three head coaches on top of that, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Mike Munchak, Mike Vrabel, and then whoever in the I don't even remember who was before Mike, Mike Munchak. Mike Malarkey. Oh my God, Mike Malarkey. So many mics. I know. Wow, wow, mics. <laughs> okay, regardless, um, three in a row. So if you're gonna do if you're gonna do Deshaun Watson, then go full throttle. Get Deshaun Watson, and then also get Carl Nassib, so you can kind of level out the hatred that we're gonna get on Twitter. But but here, okay, and, and I was talking about this to uh, my youngest today as we were talking about football a little bit, and, and 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 just bear with me here for just a second. The NFC is horrible. Period. I mean, let, I mean, let's be real. You got Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams. And, and, and Tampa Bay and Green Bay both lost in the first round, okay? Hold on. I'm just saying beyond that, I, I mean, there, there are quarterback questions. There's And you know what I'm getting? Like, to me, the NFC East is horrible. 
from the Cowboys to the Giants, the Redskins to – Yeah. I mean, you know, what I'm getting at is it's just, nobody's good. I mean, honest to goodness, I don't think anybody is that strong. And if the San Francisco 49ers go with, with Trey – but you know what I'm trying to get at? So I think like – I was talking to – when I was talking to my youngest, I said, put Deshaun Watson on the Panthers right now. I think they're a 10-win team. I think they're, I'm not easily, they're easily a 10-win team. Um, and, and I think it's – but I say that, but then you can't lose. The, let's see. It all comes down to trade value. I guess that's where the rub is. If all of a sudden you have to get rid of a Brian Burns or, you know, a couple of that, then, then does that hurt you that way? But I'm just saying in – in the picture of the NFC, give me, give me five quarterbacks that that are better than Deshaun Watson in the NFC. Good name. I, I I don't know that you could, but then you go over to the AFC. Good lord, the AFC. I was naming them, you know, when I was the, in the conversation. Yeah, the the AFC ten. is loaded, and, and Houston Houston's goal is going to be to get Deshaun Watson out of the AFC. Oh yeah, that, that that that's their goal, and so again, the Falcons jumping up into the picture. Helps, but the trade capital I don't think is there because who? That's what I'm mean, saying. They have to no give up Matt really. Rule. I mean, Matt Rule. You would give they'd up Matt Rule. They they'd have to give up Matt Ryan. They'd have to give up Calvin Ridley. They'd have to give up probably Kyle Pitts if they want to. Well, like I just mind you, Calvin Ridley's not even going to play this year. No, so, so that's right. what I'm saying. You'd have to like he would have to be thrown in as like a contingency just to say, hey, you would get this de- further down the line. I, no, you're right, you know, did you, but you know what I'm getting at. Even to take if 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 Sam Darnold's not the answer or whatever, I mean, is it if you could get it on a good deal to go get somebody like Marcus, or to go get somebody like Jimmy, or to go get somebody like Baker? I mean, what I'm saying it it is the, the rub is the fine line is the NFC is not very good, and you could go in and win now. Um, that you know what I'm getting at. So there's your rub. That that's the rub. I just think that this organization in its current state is a black hole. It is a tar pit that is going to take whoever comes into it, whatever promise and whatever fervor they have for this profession and drain it. Because it's, it's a question, not necessarily Jeff of potential. It's a question of waste. I'm more worried now about how much we're going to waste them than we're going to use them. Because if you think about it, Deshaun Watson comes in, we have to give up that much to get him. Then our defensive, our defense is just as bad as it was three years ago. If we're giving up Burns and Chin, and then if it's the flip side, if we're getting up DJ and then Robbie leaves, then our offense is just as bad as it was with that Cam Newton had in 2016-2017. And, and what if there's anyone that could carry the mantle, it would be Watson. But literally, we would have to just we'd have to run the ball every play. If we go get one of those guys, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, you know, uh, whoever, they have potential to be – they have obviously the ability to be starting quarterbacks in a program that needs them. The reason Cam isn't getting a job is because the teams that would want him would not benefit from his existence because they are bad teams, hence the Steelers or some of these other organizations. I don't know why they thought Mitch Trubisky is going to be the answer to their prayers because that's going to blow up in flames. Yeah, I have no idea. So I don't want to waste their like because those are guys that are needing to prove themselves as legitimate starters and franchise quarterbacks. They're not going to do that here. We're not going to keep them long enough, and they're not going to perform long enough to do that here. I'm worried about getting Malik Willis. He was the Cinderella of the combine, and even if we get Cam to keep him around, 
I'm worried about how well he does against uh, with our offensive line as bad as it is right now, even with the addition of Corbett and whatever they say they're going to try to do, no matter how someone's how long someone's arms are. I just right now I do not see an outcome. So like at this point, the only person I want to put that on is Sam Darnold. If we're going to waste somebody, waste Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, Offense. you seem like a great guy. But I just like I don't want to put Cam in this position anymore because it's going to end his career as more so than it already has. I don't want to do it to Marcus, to Marcus, to to Mario, or to Jimmy, to you know Baker Mayfield. I don't want to because I think those guys have potential and go to other organizations and do a much better job. I think you're right, Jeff. Deshaun Watson or any one of those guys could probably get us to ten wins, but that's only going to further enable Matt Rule to be Matt Rule. And it's only going to give Pepper more of a reason to keep him around to see where things go. This organization needs a slap across the face saying, this is not right. You're not doing it right. Like, wake up. And Deshaun Watson is just for what we'd have to – if this was – like, when we first mentioned this, it's kind of crazy because if everyone forgets it, if you've been listening for so long, we spoke this into existence, this entire narrative, before we knew what was happening with Deshaun Watson. We were looking at him well before we had Sam Darnold. And then everything happened with Deshaun Watson. And then we just kind of had to go along for the ride. But now, and then, even then, the price was pretty high. It was still going to be high. But it's almost seemed like it's the price has risen a bit. Or, like, the the a problem is that the, the anonymity around him has reached the price. So the risk is even more so as present as the reward. And maybe even more yeah. so. Because now... Like before, yeah, you risk it, and if it doesn't go, it's still Deshaun Watson. Like that makes sense for you to make that move. Now, if you go after it and it doesn't work, you already have half the fan base wanting to burn you at, at the stake for even considering him because of what you know he may or may not have done. So if you do it and it fails, Mid yeah. Street will be literally on fire. Yeah, man. Carolina is the only team that I, I see having to fight within his own existence of why they would and wouldn't want Sean Watson. And it's really not a bunch of non-football reasons that play a, that play a part of, of for us. But, I mean, the main football reasons are we don't even want our coach. We don't even want the coach that we currently have. Like, we, like this is the only franchise I know that we don't even want to make the playoffs because we know how bad it would end up making us down the line, which is true. I, I totally agree. I don't want to make the playoffs either. For the simple fact that I want Matt Rule gone. If we can if, if we can make the playoffs and David Tepper still realize we don't need to keep Matt Rule, then of course I would I, I would agree with that. But he seems like he wants to make this thing work to try to try to try to not look like an idiot on his first with his with his first head coach with you know with, with him being a new a, a new time owner. Yeah. I just, all right. Here's the here's the situation. Here's the here's the solution. This is gonna make all Panthers fans happy. There's no way it can't. I know it right now. Okay. We sit here, cut Sam Darnold. He's gone, all right? He's gone. We trade for Sean Watson, whatever we got to give up if it's a couple of few pieces. We're not focusing on that right now. We're going to get to Sean Watson. We re-sign Cam. You re-sign Cam, you bring him back. We've already paid for three quarterbacks in one year before, so we're going to do it again this year. Then you also – no, listen. You also sign Colin Kaepernick. So you've got now three different groups – that you're trying to vie for the ones who want to win regardless of morals, the one who want morals regardless of wins and the one who want fan service. You've got all three, let them battle it out. 
to whoever's going to win. And then at that point, they just have to ride with it. Or you play all three. You just you rotate all three of them. And there's and there's I don't see how we could lose that that PR stunt. <laughs> Tell me it doesn't work. Look, I, I get it. I, I get it. Uh, but here's 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 the, the worst nightmare you guys could have. Sam Darnold's going to come in this year and play out of his mind. You're going to make the playoffs to Sam Darnold. The team's going to be great or whatever, and it's going to be like, you know what I'm getting at? That would be like the, um, you know. And, and I got to thinking about it too, like when I look at the four teams that like Deshaun like would – that's supposedly in the running or whatever. Um, Carolina would be the one team, and don't get me wrong, this is going to sound bad. I apologize to my fan, to all of our fans out there. My fans. Our fans out there. Um, he gets one money in the bank that goes over 10000 and he loses his mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody cares about the Carolina Panthers. No. So if I'm Deshaun Watson and I've still got all this kind of stuff, you know, hanging out there and stuff like that, Go to a place where the media doesn't care. You don't get. You know what I'm getting at? Atlanta, you're gonna have national media. You're gonna go to well, wherever New Orleans. You're gonna have national media. You go to Cleveland. You're gonna have the national media. That's, that's not gonna happen here. You can get lost in the shuffle here. That's number one. And number two is absolutely. And then you know number two is if and I think it was said. It was just we've all been in the media. We know this. When they when when supposedly Tepper told <coughs> Deshaun, hey, you can help choose the next head coach. That was probably said off the record that became on the record, if you guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Off the, why would you not? But I just like, – like I said, I just – it you're – Matt Rule wants to save his job. Dave Tepper wants to put people in the seats. You're kind of like I, – I, I just I, – they're in, they're, in, they're in literally a no-win situation, and I, I don't know. I It's – and I think the things I'm reading, it could be another, you know – Another week before he makes a decision. I think yeah, that's, that's, just too, that's, that's, that's too long. That's, that's too long to wait. I especially, mean, middle, especially in the middle of free agency. Yeah, there's too many guys getting snatched get, get, off the board right now to continuously wait on a guy to make a decision like this. He seems to want to go to Atlanta, but Houston's got to sign off on any trade that he makes. So, Atlanta, I mean, if I had to bet, Atlanta would be where he would want to go because that's his hometown. He's from Gainesville. So, Right, obviously been a ball boy there. Atlanta seems like the place he would want to play for. That's, that's his childhood team. Well, the best trade package was is Carolina for like per player. Like the players you would get back: Jeremy Chan, Brian Burns, the the, six, the number six pick overall, and and the, and the next two after that. Those are that, that's the best trade package. I mean, the overall best team for him to go to would be Cleveland. But I don't think he wants to be in Cleveland. I don't think Cle- I don't think Houston necessarily cares for the deal that they would get from Cleveland. Just because their draft position isn't wouldn't be the greatest, you know. But Carolina seems to be the fit that Houston wants. Atlanta seems to be the the place that Deshaun wants. I can also see New Orleans because they're they're well run. I mean, there's no Sean Payton there anymore, but they they know they always seem to figure out a way to get guys under the cap, find a way to sign guys, keep it or, or retain their guys. So I don't really see see any issues with him going going to New Orleans either, as far as him just necessarily, you know, liking what the franchise is bringing. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway because the Super Bowl champion is going to come out of the AFC West. That's just without question. There's no, there's no way it doesn't. What the what the Chargers, the Chargers saw the the quarterbacks are going to have to go up against this year, and they said, all right, we're going to switch this up. We're going to go get Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson in the draft. Then Denver is going off, which we knew they were going to. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. 
and the Raiders. Raiders are actually probably the ones that maybe are slipping a little bit. Losing, they now they traded away what Yannick for. I mean, they got Yannick for uh, a Rocky Sin. I don't know how much that levels up, but then, I, oh my God, like, can we talk about the Raiders for a second? You do all that hype up about it. You do all that focusing, and then you cut him. You cut Carl Nassib, who was doing all that. Hey man, look. And and that's and that's the thing. Like, and that's not a great look for the Raiders, who just got away from John Gruden, and they're trying to say, "Hey, we don't take that kind of stuff lightly." And then you cut him. And I get it's a business move, but like, it's football friends, like, man. So I know. he wasn't producing. He wasn't. Producing, but you know. but but he kind of but he kind of was. I mean, not to maybe not maybe more than his notoriety would have allowed it, but or maybe because of his notoriety. But then Jeff, I also disagree with you. If he were to come to Carolina with the issues that this organization had in about about five years ago, while people has like, you know, it was brought up and while it kind of dispelled it's a different regime. I mean, you talk about an owner who was openly or who who was, you know, revealed to be both sexist and, and racist, and you bring in someone who may or may not have. I mean, I don't know how the confusing part about the situation is like there's so much around the Deshaun Watson situation from when it arose right near contract time to how quickly people came out about it to then now finding no, not enough proof to go to, you know, for, to have the, the civil charge or the criminal charges drop, but there's still, tw- I mean, 22 women is, well, that's, do I, let, just, me, let, me, let me roll with that for a second. So a couple things, a in the grand jury uh, case with the grand jury the other day, they had one, one girl testify. Now, I don't know if the other 21 weren't available, but they only had one testify. Which is I. And Deshaun pleaded the fifth the entire time. He never answered a question. He pleaded the fifth the whole time. My problem with it is, and you're innocent until proven guilty, I get it. One one girl sexually assaulted is one too many. We can all agree on that, correct? One girl yeah. sexually assaulted is one too many. Two, three, okay, maybe there's a little... 22? Cut. Yeah. Come on, come on. It's, it's one of the – oh, sorry, go ahead. And it's just I, – I, I just have a hard time with the idea of the entitlement and all this other stuff that 22 women came forward and said, hey. And if he goes and does 22 cases, then let's say he just settles them. To me, settling a case means I'm guilty. I just didn't want to go to criminal court. You know what I'm getting at? Um, and then if you're the NFL – where half your, you know, half your uh, demographics now are women. And let's, and let me just be real too. And I just want to say this too, as we talk about the cities he could go to, Carolina has not been the nicest places for African-American quarterbacks. I'm just, no. I'm throwing that no, out there. No, no. I'm just saying Cam got his, you know, people loved him or hated him, Teddy Bridgewater, and they loved him or hated him. And unfortunately for deep South, you know, guys, I'm not trying to be mean or like, Go ahead. Um, I I just got a phone call, but uh, but with, with um, I was it is the weird thing about Deshaun though is that what I've seen is the flip side of a crazy honestly the flip side of, of what you just said, but t- toward the end there about how you know you know black quarterbacks have been treated around this place. I think because Deshaun's a he's a Carolina guy anyway because he went to Clemson. He he doesn't have he's got a he's got a strong base of people here that don't really care. Well, and there's true. a strong base of people that just that just they just want to see him play for. I mean, and he won a national championship at Clemson. So yeah. he yeah, you're true. The, That's right. The Carolina area is a little like it, 
it's it's the South, and I know we how you know how they feel about certain things, but they care about the football first and foremost. If he's yeah, gonna win football games, that's gonna be it. The only people, and I'll be honest, the only people that are really gonna be staunch, you know, detractors of Deshaun Watson are the are the people obviously Jack that me and you see on Twitter. But again, that's you know, again, that's more so. That's not really the reality. And more so, I, I tell people this all the time: the, the reality you're gonna see is gonna be on Facebook. How have they felt towards this whole thing? And unfortunately, I don't really think that much matters to them outside of football. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it could go. It could go either way. It, it's it's one of those things that it, it, that is de- that is definitely kind of weird. I mean, obviously, the 22 cases is just I can't even really. That much I really can't even say about it, just because I'm just just because I mean, you, if you ask me, do I think 22 women are just completely lying? No, I just I, I can't in good conscience think that 22 people are just lying about the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but again, that's that's that's, that's a trust for the NFL to make because the NFL is gonna have to get into because his, his personal conduct is still in question. So he still he still gotta he still gotta be held to the fire for that because there's no way you even get yourself into the situation without something being amiss <laughs> with, yeah. with what you did at that point as at some point. Yeah, and that's the and that's the bottom line of it is that look, before this happened, yes, it was a it was a hefty trade and it was a fair trade, but it was a hefty trade and you were willing to go and do that because you knew what you were getting talent-wise. It didn't matter what was happening off of the field. It's what's kept Colin Kaepernick from a team. It's what kept Eric Reed from a team. And it's what kept it's what kept Cam Newton from a team was that the stuff off the field was outweighing stuff on the field. Obviously, Deshaun Watson's a different story. But now the problem is, and you know the Patriots kind of saw it, and we kind of saw it too. The problem is that with Deshaun Watson – like I said, if you go for him now and it doesn't work, you look – you've shown your hand as to what you care about. And, yes, at the end of the day, it's about football, but not anymore really. It's really not when you have – I mean, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that, like, that needs to be the case. Absolutely. But that, and that should be the case. But the problem that is that if you do this, you're showing that it's not – It's it is just football. If it doesn't, and, and that's not and the problem is that's not even your fault. It's not even your fault if it doesn't pay off because of what he's done. But then you've shown your 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 thought process to go, okay, yes, he's got all these things, but he's going to be really good. And then if he's got all these things and he's not good, and you've given up all this, like there's, if you if you do this trade and it works, only I still think only half the fan base is going to be happy for a while, unless say Cam were, or unless Deshaun were to get a Super Bowl. If you do this trade and it doesn't work, everyone's going to be pissed because now you've given up these players, you've done this, and it still didn't work. Matt yeah. Rule, I, I, like, there's just so much there's, around it. It's definitely high risk, high reward. You know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the day, nobody will care if you win football games. I know there's going to be the people that's still going to have the thing, the, the thing that they're going to say, but if you win football games, bro, I mean, we saw it. As many haters Cam had, look, bro. Winning brings everybody together, and nobody really cares. Nobody cares nearly as I can say they won't care, but nobody really is as upset if you're winning. This was a this is a little bit different, though. You know, it's just one of those things it'd where it's, like, like, you know, it, it's it, going to be, be different. It'd be like if Ben Roethlisberger went to free agency right after all that. Now everyone, I mean, he was getting standing ovations in Heinz Field, and every, and I'm like, did did we forget? Like we just kind of moved on from it. Yeah. But it's, it's I mean, really that is on a larger scale. Well, yeah, it, it, 
good. At the end of the day, and, and, and you know, and you guys are right. And, 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 well, at least it's sad, and maybe it's changing. At the end of the day, it's about winning football games. I mean, Greg Hardy played. I mean, you know, like, do you know what I'm getting at? I mean, like, it's at the end of the day, it's 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 football games, and people will pay money to go and sit in the stadium and watch their team win a football game at all cost. Um, and and that sucks, and it's and it's horrible. Um, and you know, only like we'll see what happens with the Russell deal. I think that's going to be an interesting deal to see how that all plays out. But when I think about Deshaun Watson and how much you could give up, and whether it's going to work or not. I just always go back to a guy my age, Herschel Walker, who what the Minnesota Vikings gave up to get Herschel Walker. And it was a complete crap show. I mean, just Dallas ate that one up, and Minnesota looked like a bunch of morons. Uh, but you know, Jack, and, and I'm going to leave it at this because I've heard it all day on the radio. That's the biggest deal, and, and it's cost the national media too. If you get Deshaun and he gets suspended or all hell breaks loose, You've destroyed your franchise for the next 10 years. Yeah, you, you look like idiots. You look like absolute idiots. And it's all because you think this guy's going to come in and be your franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. And, and and it's like I don't understand their mindset then because if they – like they have to know that we're not just – we've talked about it. We're not just a quarterback away. Cam showed that. Like Sam Darnold, we're not just a quarterback away from getting to a Super Bowl. There are many yeah. other things that a quarterback is one of the most daunting issues and is one of the most important positions on the field. But it's like, I just, I, I, I just, I don't understand it. I, I do not understand it as to why they, they see this. And so, it, if you thought, if we were in a position right now where McCaffrey was healthy last year, where we have DJ Robbie. Terrace has went off last year. You know, JC was healthy last year. And, and you know, the signings, we stayed healthy on defense last year. Burns went off all year. You know, if we had a, if we had a position where we had, say, you know, like if we were like the Titans last year or the Titans when they went to the AFC Championship and we were just this close, but we just needed a quarterback, I understand it. Like, if I, I mean, if I were the Titans, I, w- I don't really understand why they didn't. I mean, because they probably know the Texans would never have given them the light of day for that trade. Oh, absolutely but, not. like, but, you know, that would have been the team that I would have, like, would have understood if they made that move to go do this trade. Or, like, you know. Um, Seattle. Uh, well, Seattle. I don't know if they're – in terms of my narrative, I don't know if they're just – I don't know if they're a quarterback away from making the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl. They got a bit more, more to go. They got a little bit more to go. And It would have made sense – that city wouldn't go for that. I'll be honest. That that's a that's a very liberal place. But that I is the most liberal city. Well, maybe not the most liberal, but one of the. But but you know what I'm saying, like or the 49ers. If like I can understand them thinking, you know, okay, we're a quarterback away, we could trade some pieces yeah. and be fine. But the Panthers are not that. So that is what confuses me about the consideration. If you're gonna give up, like you spent all these draft picks and all this time cultivating this younger group, changing the new era of the Panthers. DJ has been criminally under underappreciated in his time here and done so without very little help. And we saw very little output from Terrace Marshall or usage of Shai Smith. And Robbie has not spoken enough like he'd want to stay, regardless of who the quarterback is. So I just don't know why they think that it's a viable trade. And especially now you've lost your best pass rusher. You're probably going to lose your one of your best cornerbacks. It's just, I just, the more I think about it, I'm like, it made sense before it was so before it was so marginalizing and well, even then it still didn't make a whole lot of sense because of how the season went after that 
And the scary part about all this is, and I just it hit me, Panthers have been in since day one, even when he was facing criminal charges. Oh, yeah. They were, they were yeah. at the point of going, we'll take this deal now. I yeah. mean, if you don't go back, he, they, we were the first team to kind of go, hey, we criminal charges or not, we'll, we'll go. I think it needs to be. It was it was criminally undermentioned and under like just appreciated the, the fact that have you ever heard of an owner hiring a private investigator to look into the circumstances of a player and his past? I've never heard of that. And that's hey, man. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. That's, but uh, I didn't know private investigators existed anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. So it's, it's somebody watching you right now. <laughs> but you know, but but for a guy that's got, you know, he's the richest owner in the league. That's a this is this is a critical financial decision he will be making in bringing in Deshaun Watson because I mean, it obviously changes the entire scope of his franchise that he's bought. Yeah, I you know you billionaires start putting their they start making their money work for him when it's time when it's time to. I thought I mean that didn't surprise me at all that that you know that um that, that he hired a private a private investigator. Right? Hey, man. That's how. I, that's the. That's the reason why I felt that Carolina was so involved with Deshaun Watson from the beginning because they may have had. They may have had information that we weren't privy to to know that. Okay, hey, like the likelihood of him getting charged is slim. The right. chance. The chance of him. Chance he'll be able to play likely. So go all in if you want to go all in. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I wish you would have done that. Been that thorough when looking for a head coach is all I have to say. <laughs> but I just, I, I, like I said, I think it's, I think Jess, right? It's going to be a few weeks. I think it could be, if okay. So if it gets to the draft and it still hasn't no. come through, yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, I, 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 I think we, okay. Be, wait, are you saying no that you don't think it's going to take that long, or if it gets to, if it does take that long, I'm saying no that if it if it takes that long, you should you should you should. Move on and go figure out the rest of your, the rest of your season. If yeah. if I'm if if honestly at this point in time, you know, if you if you are a Tepper, you you call out the Texans and Watson's agent and go, listen, we need an answer by Tuesday because we got free, we got we got money, we got you know we got cap space, we got some decisions to make, and we're not going to sit around and let you just you know drag us around for you know a week, week and a half. I mean, all honestly, I would go. You, you you make a decision now, and if we're not in it, and we're not your top two, let us know, and we'll move on, um, and 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 go take care of what we need to take care of. Because you listen, the draft is what three weeks. They're about four tops. Ooh, yeah. Middle of middle of April, right? Middle of April, and yeah, I think so. So we're not we're not far away from it now. Yeah, all. you're literally you're, you're in the middle of March. Yeah, you're in the middle of March. You're talking, and you've only got another what week and a half or so. All the, all your free agency stuff's going to happen in the next five to seven days. Okay, so the, so the draft is thing starts on the 28th of April. It's so late. Well, that's late, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's late as God. I, I can't be right. I, I, I'm hoping that's wrong. Um, well, I, I don't know the um. But what I'm saying is, you just you you you've got uh, even you know the free agencies. Yeah, April 28th. Um, so you still got a long time for that. Yeah, you don't wait that long. I, he, you, you, he needs to start making his decisions. Unless I don't know, I, I don't know if there's more, you know, uh, civil cases that are going to go through in the next couple of days or something. I don't know. Um, and he actually had a civil case, and no, I don't know. We, nobody's heard anything. So Monday he was in court again. 
Um, Monday, he was in court again for the first of his uh, civil cases. But we haven't heard anything how that that panned out. So, but like I said, if I'm the Panthers, I'm like, listen, you got till Tuesday. Make up your mind. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, because at this point, you're starting to wear out your, you know, you're starting to wear out your attention. And I think I think he's just he's just going to retire. I think that's going to be he's going to. For Panther fans, keep pounding is going to mean something completely different because we're all going to be drinking. <laughs> yes. It, waiting, I, waiting, waiting for something to happen. You mean it didn't already mean that? Uh, I thought, I thought hey, we were I, talking about. I have coffee. Hey, have y'all heard about, you know, Baker Mayfield, people climbing for Baker Mayfield as of late? I don't. I, what does that do for you? I, I just, I, I don't. Decent, I, hey, look. The, the, listen. The, the same, no, man. We, I, how many fell twenty eighteen picks do you want to have in your roster? He's just Sam point, Darnold with no. a he's just Sam Darnold with a Napoleon complex. I don't want that on my team. I don't need oh, that. Man. I mean, I, I feel the same about people that want that they want Jameis Winston. They just, they just forgot about all the years in Tampa. All of a sudden, and seven games he played with Sean Payton, which I'm all for Jameis Winston getting a chance. But the seven games he played with Shane, Sean Payton didn't change that he's a turnover machine. You know. I'm off for that opportunity as long as it's not on my team. Yeah, go, go, go to your team. Yeah, what I'm saying, it's going to be interesting once Deshaun makes up his mind to see where all these other dominoes fall. That, oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I mean, I'll just be honest and fans can rip me or whatever. I mean, if he goes elsewhere, I for me, go get Marcus. I, go get Marcus Mariota. And draft, and, and draft the kid from Liberty and let Marcus play for two years. That makes and, the most sense, Hans. I mean, out of everything that's out there, Marcus would be perfect for this team. Because yeah, I don't, he, he, I don't want him. Go, I don't want him to go to the Colts. Because <laughs> I think he goes to the Colts and makes them a dangerous football team. Absolutely. So and the Colts still they're still looking for a quarterback. Good Lord. Right. Right. Who, and so they're going to get Jimmy. Gr- I've heard Matt Ryan. I've heard, you know, I mean, you know. I mean, they, they've been in that veteran quarterback market for the last three years anyway. I mean, Phillip Rivers' work got him to the playoffs. Probably could have gotten him out of the, you know, out of the wild card round, in all honesty, against Buffalo that year. Um, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's still viable. But I don't know why he, I don't, I, he's playing what he's playing for a bad team. I think people just forget that, you know, just that's a bad team he's playing for yeah. down there. There was no Calvin Ridley, you know, so. Matt, okay, we'll leave it at this, I guess, because we got to wrap this up probably in a minute. Matt Ryan hits the open market. Do you go get him? No. <laughs> I so, I just I still can't start Matt Ryan in a Panthers uniform. I, I just I can't do it. I I, I just I don't I don't want it. Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, no, I can't I can't I can't put a tree on that one. And I think again, as we're gonna see, we're just, we're gonna end, we're gonna start the season with Sam Darnold. That's just gonna be the it's it's that's what I'm just. I'm, I'm telling myself that now so that it saves me the disappointment later on. So that's what yeah. we're going to go with. But, of course, until then, we have to keep waiting and, 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 and keep battling. Yeah. 